0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
1: Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Good morning, J O here with you. I remember one week ago today. I said, "Boy, I'm so happy." What what a what a great Monday morning! The Saints won with their third string quarterback, and and it just made. It made Monday morning feel so much better. And then yesterday, uh, the Saints were getting killed. And then they come back and they take the lead and it looks like they're going to win the game. And then then Atlanta is able, right at the end of the game, to move the ball down the field and win the game and beat the Saints and uh, this morning it feels like a, a regular Monday morning. Big difference. Um it, it, it was something how they came back. They were they were they were getting killed. And they almost looked like the um the New England Patriots in that Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons who were getting killed, and they they, they came back and, and won. It looked like the Saints came back and won in the same exact fashion. And then uh, right at the end, th- th- their defense, who has been playing well this year and last year, uh, did not play well yesterday. And the Saints desperately need help at the receiving position, whether whether it's wide receiver and tight end. They they they're just not getting getting plays from from guys at those positions. The the tight end is frustrating, Troutman, because he's a he's a kid that 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 they drafted pretty high, and he's. Doesn't look good out there, and as far as wide receivers go, they—they just—it's not happening. They're—they're—they're they're, they're not making plays. D- do you think they should try to get Odell Beckham Jr.?
2: Anybody uh, at this point, right?
1: Well, Odell Beckham Jr. has been released by the uh, by the Cleveland Browns. And we all know he's from here, went, went to Newman High School uptown, star at LSU. And he has to clear waivers. And, and then the, the Saints could take a shot at bringing him back home. But, you know, what's interesting is Odell Beckham Jr., once he was released by the Cleveland Browns, they went out and they walloped The Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow yesterday. They put up forty-one points against him, and basically showing Odell Beckham Jr. Look, we don't we don't need you. Um. I just wonder if bringing him here, as desperate as the Saints are at that at that position at wide receiver. I just wonder if bringing him here would help the team get to the next level, or or would he be a cancer? Because he's turned out to be a cancer for two different teams, as great as he was those first couple of years when he came up. He was a cancer with the Giants, and he was a cancer with the Cleveland Browns.
2: I don't think bringing any wide receiver in would bring the Saints to the next level, just... At least have a competitive edge, you know. You you have to bring in a superstar to get to the Saints to the next level, especially without having out, especially having a QB three. Michael Thomas not playing. We're never going to get to that level. We just need to be competitive, just, just to stand a chance. When you look, Coleman, what happened yesterday in the NFL? When, when you look at
1: the Jacksonville Jaguars beating the Buffalo Bills, you look at the Denver Broncos destroying the Dallas Cowboys. That just goes to show you that anything can happen at any time in the NFL. You know, usually we have an idea when when you see a the a, a, a schedule when you when you look at a bunch of games, you have an idea. right, who should win? Who should, boy, a few things happened yesterday that that just that 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 show you. Now, these professional athletes go out there uh, and sometimes nothing seems to matter. I I mean, how, how possibly could the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Buffalo Bills yesterday? That should have never happened. You know, and and you look, the the Dallas Cowboys were looking like, wow. And, and then they came out yesterday. They, they didn't even show up yesterday.
2: You know, when we talked about New Orleans, I say this all the time. We're with this anomalous team where we show up against Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but when it comes to, like, Atlanta or Carolina, we just can't seem to get the job done. We're better against mega- Franchise teams than we are against just regular blow blow Joe teams. And the Atlanta Falcons aren't even really they're they're not that good,
1: but they were they were they were good enough yesterday to come back right at the end after after it looked like the Saints made a legendary comeback in 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 the Atlanta Falcons. They they threw a bomb down the right side of the field that. They were
2: able to complete. But text says instead of touchdowns, which is fine, they should have burned more time on the clock. They gave Ryan too much time. Two point conversions didn't need to happen. Just burn more time. And
1: and then uh, and then
2: Saturday night,
1: LSU a four touchdown underdog, at Alabama, and they hung with them. They they they. They played with them right, right to the end, and uh, boy, that would have been something. Because if they, if 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 LSU could have beaten Alabama, it would have would have ended their chance for a, to get into college football's playoffs, and 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 Alabama is seemingly in college football playoffs every year. Um, so it was just uh, football wise, just kind of a. A bummer. And and uh, and 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 as far as the Saints go, people will be talking about who should who should play quarterback. the The, the team is really hurting at the wide receiver and tight end position. They seemingly don't have any, anybody that really can can get open and and go catch the ball consistently. You put those two things together, and it's uh. Boy,
2: yesterday was rough. Yes, yesterday was rough. Billy says, "I feel the same way as a Packers fan."
3: Mm.
1: the The kid who who they drafted that pissed off Aaron Rodgers, finally got a chance to play yesterday, and uh, he didn't he didn't do very well. His first NFL start. M- most guys don't do very well in their first NFL start. So. Anyways, um, I just remember a week ago being so happy it didn't feel like Monday morning. And then uh, waking up this morning, all right, this is what Monday mornings feel like. We're, we're, we're back to normal. Uh, hang out with us. we got a lot to get to on the show today. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call Silenced.
1: you ninety five point seven New Orleans only classic rock station. Do you know Angus Young, the guitarist of ACDC, who's never a drinker or a drug user? Never. He um. And then you 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 watch him play, and you hear the 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 greatness that comes out of his guitar. The great ACDC songs. And 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 you think of the rock and roll world, how uh so many in the rock and roll world like to uh, have a good time but uh, Angus Young was never ever a, a, a drinker or a, or a drug user how about that uh, I, I don't know how his neck and his head didn't hurt him a lot when you watch him play guitar but um, that's uh, that's Angus good morning J O here with you. Um, a rough Monday morning after what happened yesterday here in New Orleans. The Saints looked like they they had a great come from behind win. As uh they were they were getting killed. And then and then their offense woke up and they, they, they took the lead at the end of the game, but then their uh their defense gave up a a bomb down the right sideline, and 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 that was that. The tough loss to the uh, arch rival Atlanta Falcons. So much different than last week, when the Saints had a great win and feeling good on Monday, and and, and this morning it
2: feels like a regular Monday. Well, it's, it was a tough act to follow. You said that was probably one of the greatest victories two weeks ago. I tried. So it's kind of hard to follow one of the biggest wins in Saints history the next week. But it just shows
1: you, Coleman, the NFL, I mean, the, the Saints were coming off a victory over the world champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers with their third string quarterback. That's what made last week's win one of the greatest in Saints history. And then last week, the Atlanta Falcons lost to a bad Carolina Panthers football team. And, and to, to see what happened yesterday, so frustrating. Then you looked around the NFL. Again, I mean, how does the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the Buffalo Bills? You know, m- most people thought the Buffalo Bills were the best team in the AFC Jacksonville only had one win. I mean, as a matter of fact, Jacksonville hadn't won in the United States of America in a very long time. The one win they had was in England. And, and and then you saw what Denver did to Dallas. A lot of people thought Dallas was one of the best teams in football. And and they they basically they didn't even show up yesterday for their game against Denver.
2: Well isn't that how the league is supposed to be? Any given Sunday these these are supposed to be the, the, the best football players on the planet, so even the worst ones are still good, right? But usually you have an idea how things should go. Is it disappointing when it doesn't?
1: No, it's just very surprising and, and there are some games that you just you, you scratch your head and you say, how how could that happen? I mean, how the Saints fell behind Atlanta twenty-four to six, and and then were able to, to 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 come back and 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 take the lead, and then they 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 gave it up right at the end. It's it uh, you you just you, you're watching you
2: in your brain. You're thinking how. How could that be? You know what's weird? When we talk about teams like uh Alabama or when we talk about dynasties like when Tom Brady was uh with New England, you know, people were getting sick of them constantly winning, 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 winning. And now that we seem to have a more competitive league, people are complaining about that too. Like do you want a dynasty where there's one team that just rolls over everybody? Or would you prefer where you don't know what's going to happen from Sunday to Sunday to Sunday because anything can possibly happen? Shouldn't that bring more intrigue to football, knowing that anything can happen? Yeah, you would like it better that way, but just some of the stuff
1: is just so shocking. And and by the way, if if Tampa Bay does win the Super Bowl again this year, this would be Tom Brady's third dynasty because he, 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 his first dynasty was when he, when, when he first started with the Patriots, won some Super Bowls, and then they didn't do anything for a little while. And then, and then he had a second dynasty with the Patriots and won some more Super Bowls. And now here he is with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, he, he's, trying, he's trying to be a part of a... Of a third dynasty.
2: Is he trying, or does it just come natural
1: to him? Mm. Well, look, the Saints are still five and three, and um, th- there's st- there's still a lot of football to go, and and it's almost at the halfway point. If this was uh, last year or any year before this year this would be the halfway point, but they're 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 playing one extra game this year. They they play seventeen games this year, so it's
2: it's it's not quite the halfway point yet. Now and last week you were uh advocating that Trevor Simeon should start. Now that he has and you've seen him play an entire game, how do you feel about his performance? He had a great second half. Um
1: obviously not a not not a good first half, but he looked good in the second half. Would you still prefer him over uh Hill next week. Well, Hill came in and was Hill. He quarterbacked a few plays. He was playing offensive line and blocking people on a few plays. He he uh did a little bit of this, a little bit of that. He 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 does what he what he normally does. And I think I think the majority of Saints fans like it that way. I know yesterday we were at uh we were at a pre-game party at Vintage Rock Club. That place rules. That's yes, it does. There, there, there are. I can't think of another club in the city of New Orleans that plays rock and roll, and, oh. that, and and that's and that's that's all they play. And if you're ever looking, looking for a place to hang out at night in the city of New Orleans, man, that that that's the that's if you you, you like rock, you like our radio station. They, they play our music. I also like the bartenders and the uh, the servers as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, yesterday yesterday when we did the pregame party, I asked the folks at the party, I got on the microphone, and I said, who do you want to see quarterbacking for the Saints? Do you want to see Taysom Hill? Or do you want to see Trevor Simeon? And, and the more, majority said Trevor. The majority of the people there said they want to see Taysom Hill in the role that he's been in
2: and they want to see Trevor Simeon uh, play quarterback. And that's how I said, I feel so bad for Taysom Hill because he fought to be Q- He wanted to be QB1, and he fought to be QB2. Here's his opportunity to finally start as a quarterback. But then they said, no, no, we're just going to go ahead and skip and go to QB3 and go straight to Trevor. So it's like this guy is working so hard to lead a team, but they don't want to let him because he's so good at football that he can do anything, you know? You don't, you don't need to feel bad for him. He's a, he's a millionaire. <laughs> I feel bad for me. The Millionaires have feelings too. Money doesn't make you exempt from, you know, bad feelings. Kathy and Pontachula says you should have never got rid of Bridgewater. Kirby says, it seemed like although we lost, the team responded better to Taysom as quarterback.
3: Hmm.
2: Well, we'll see uh, what the what the future
1: holds. I mean, if you want to look at the, the big picture, are either of those two guys uh, a, a guy, as you look down the road, that you have confidence in leading? Because we all know, obviously, the quarterback is the most important person on the team. Um, I mean, I mean, Aaron Rodgers didn't play yesterday, and Green Bay didn't have a chance. They, they, they didn't have a chance. If Aaron Rodgers played yesterday, they probably would have won that game. Because
2: Kansas City is not that good. How close to reality is it that, I don't know, maybe we get Phillip Rivers? Nah, you wouldn't <laughs> drag a lot somebody of out that, of retirement? Yeah, a lot of people say, well, let's get Phillip Rivers, let's get Phillip Rivers. You know, when it comes to um, like uh, people like Phillip Rivers or people saying, well, maybe Drew Brees to come back out of retirement. It's amazing how many, how many people don't consider age and fatigue, you know, when it comes to quarterback positions and I know there was some like Aaron Rodgers who was like whoa they, they seem to be able to play no matter how old they get but at the same time when you get beat up so much quarterback is a hard position so I, I don't like the idea of going back to the past you know and getting old gunslingers to try to come in and compete with these young 20 year old you know buses running into them
1: yeah and you got to remember why why these guys retired in the first place Drew Brees has no arm left I mean, the last couple of years with the Saints they, they, they couldn't throw the ball deep downfield um, Philip Rivers never, never won. He, he he never won anything. I mean, he was a, he was a good quarterback, but he never 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 won squat. So, um, well, th- this year is a, is a, is a is a crazy season in the NFL, and we'll we'll see what happens next week. But but I just remember. I remember one week ago this morning how happy I was, and I, I can't remember being that happy on a Monday morning. I mean, that's what happens when. Yeah, I mean, the 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 Saints beat the World Champs with their third string quarterback, and it was like, wow, did that really happen? And then and then yesterday, to fall behind by so much, and then to come back and take the lead at the end, but then they they, they give it up on a long bomb down the right side, right right
2: right at the end of the game. It was just. Ah, well, you said falling behind, and yesterday was fall back, so that probably has something to do with it too. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about that coming up
1: on the show, um, because I know for a for a few years now, our even our government has been talking about ending, turning the clocks. Um, shouldn't isn't it time to just keep the clock at one place? I mean, I know the state of Arizona does that. The state of Arizona for years and years said, I'm not, we're not touching our clocks. You know, the rest of the country, you go ahead, do what you want. Um, but we're, we're not touching our clocks. Should we do that here in Louisiana? And if we do, we don't like the clock the way it is right now. We we like it the way it was, right? We, we like it to stay light later, right? We're going to talk about that coming up. Hang out with us. Um, Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Yesterday I was flipping through the channels and I saw a bit of the New York City Marathon. And it was very inspirational. Uh, After watching it, it made me run to the store for a 12-pack. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. It's pretty obvious that the weakest part of of the Saints team is the wide receivers. And you could throw the tight end in there as well. I mean Trevor Simeon threw a lot of balls that were dropped yesterday. A lot. And I know I know Michael Thomas the Saints best wide receiver who has a an injured ankle and he's he's out for the year. I I, I know and in you know when, when when he was on he was one of the best in football. But they don't it, it's it, it's almost like we need to go to a garage sale and 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 find some wide receivers. They, if you look at how much money the Saints have invested in the wide receiver position in the past decade, it's, it's got to be it's got to be the bottom of the NFL. They um, that's why Coleman, you asked me earlier how do I think Trevor Simeon played? And I said, well, he did much better in the second half than he than he did in the first half. That was obvious. But he threw a lot of balls that were dropped. If, 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 if those, those guys held on to the ball, Saints would have won yesterday.
2: That and including a bunch of other factors like better defense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the Saints' defense wasn't great yesterday, and, and and you know the Saints' defense the last couple of years has been real good. They they weren't they weren't great yesterday, but if if the if the wide receivers and the tight end held on to the football when it was thrown to them
2: yesterday, the the Saints would have won the game. Which which is weird because these are the same receivers that Winston's been throwing to. So <laughs> what made Trevor that much different? They they weren't. The greatest when when Jameis
1: Winston was throwing to him either Winston wasn't lighting it up through the sky. He he wasn't he wasn't putting up huge passing numbers. They were, I mean they were they were doing okay, but nothing nothing
2: spectacular. Speaking of which, I think Ingram yeah he did his job like he we brought him in and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. He understood his assignment him and Kamara. But like you said, we, we can't just run every single play no no but but
1: um you you know that the the Saints need to to invest in that position uh but but again you know it's it's just it's it's one week it's a, it's a bad week that that's that's what it is i mean last week was a great week and 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 this week you 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 feel awful But it just goes to show you how on any given Sunday, that's why they have that cliche, but it's wild how how a football team can, can make you feel better
2: or make you feel worse. It must be the people that's invested in football. I'm quite sure people who don't watch football can't tell the difference. They don't know whether this is a good Monday or a bad Monday. They're just going to work like, why is everybody down? and have no clue what's going on. It's just wild how, how, how something like, like football can affect the way you feel. But it was more than that it was football it was the uh it was winning both lSU and New Orleans It was also Halloween seeing people in costumes getting out hanging out at the adventure rock club at a later date plus I think the time of the game has a lot to do with it because we had to wake up earlier because it was a, a noon game instead of a, like a three o'clock game. I think all that ran into in into play no but i was I was just saying how 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 when you when
1: your team if you're a football fan, when when your team wins, it, it's amazing how 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 life is better right after that. How, how you feel better, you're happier, and then when your team loses a game that it looked like it came came from behind and and, and won, like yesterday, it's just that things 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 just aren't as they're not as happy they're not as they're not as good you're just like ho home john it, it just has a it just plays with your head
2: are you living vicariously through your local football
1: team no but but again i i can't i can't stress enough how last week after beating the world champions with our third string quarterback I came in here the next Monday morning, I said this doesn't feel like Monday. This feels like a great day. You know, and and then yesterday losing coming in here this morning, said, it feels like feels like a regular Monday. It's just uh it's just wild. But hey, okay, such is life. That's why um that's why there are lots of different things in life uh that 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 make us happy. Make us not so happy, and and again, it's 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 one game. We'll see what happens. But in the in the in the big picture, do do the Saints have their their quarterback of the future? Is, is is he is he on their team right now?
2: Um, yeah, Taysom is on the team. I seen him, but 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 he's
3: <laughs>
2: he's, he's 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 not proven
1: and and the 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 wide receiver core, including the tight end that's uh that's something that needs to be improved it really does but I just start thinking about so many of the drop passes Simeon could have could have come out looking a lot better if the if, if his receivers held on to the balls and 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 didn't and didn't drop so many. So anyways, uh, cu- coming up next. We we turned the the clock back yesterday. And you know, there's a lot of people in the United States who they've had it with turning the clocks back and and forward. They they want to they want to pick one and just and just leave it there, like the state of Arizona does. Um we we're, we're, we're going to talk about that next and I want to get your take on that. I mean are you like me I I've, I've had it with turning the clocks back and forth I want to I want to leave the clocks in in one place and not where they're at right now I I like it when it stays light later uh, that's coming up next on the big O Find out how you feel about that. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone
1: 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay. Plus taxes and fees. Phone fees. 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. CTMobile.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. I'm John Osterland. Hope you had a good weekend. It's a few minutes after seven that means it's time for the big o.
3: Oh. 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 Oh.
1: I always want to get your take on the big o. And this past weekend we turned the clocks back. We we fell back like we do every year. And every year especially each year that goes by seemingly more and more people complain about changing the clocks. D- do you think we still need to, to do this? I mean wh- why do we do it in the first place? And we've been doing it for a long time. Think uh I guess in the winter time, they needed more sunlight early in the morning to get
2: things done. Uh, actually, that's a myth. Uh, uh, farmers don't like the whole daylight saving times thing. It, it There's so many different reasons why it started, and one of them, the most prominent one, is um, trains, the way trains run, something like that. There's a lot of reasons why, but most of it is lobby. It actually started as a joke. It was Benjamin Franklin. And he joked in, in Europe one day that, hey, if you change, they didn't call it daylight saving time. They call it sleep time back then because there was no daylight saving time. Benjamin Franklin jokingly told the, this candle producer that, you know, if we went to sleep a little bit later, you can sell more candles because people would still be up and they would have to buy candles for light. And it was like a joke. But somebody took that seriously. And as time went on, they found more reasons why, yeah, maybe we should tame change times around this time and then change it back around that time. And it's a whole thing, but that's the gist of it. Well,
1: the way I look at it, I I don't I don't see why we need to do it anymore. We don't I, need to do it at all, really. <laughs> I, I I don't I, and and the us moving the clocks back this past weekend makes it get darker earlier, and and I don't think I don't think the majority of Americans like it that way. Although, from the looking into this a bit, the research I could tell it it's, it seems to be. About about half of Americans prefer it like that, and 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 half of Americans prefer it like it is now, like to get dark early. And and I don't I don't I don't understand why people would like it to be dark at six o'clock at
2: night. Okay, so the people that want it to be light later, yeah, they want it to be light later. The people that or other people just don't care either way. I'm one of those, I don't care which time you keep it as, just keep it as a time. I don't care whether it's light later or dark earlier. I don't really care. It doesn't affect me at all because I spend most of my time inside anyway. Everything I do involves being inside. I'm not an outside person, I'm an introvert. I like hanging out in bars, I might go to a movie theater or a strip club, so whether it's light or dark outside, I don't care which one it is.
1: You, you don't, you, you,
2: you wouldn't like it better if it was light later all year round? Maybe if we didn't have electricity, but it, the, like the sunlight, does not matter to me because I do stuff inside anyway, so it doesn't matter whether it's light or dark. You know, I, I go to movie theaters during the day, I go to strip clubs at night, so the sun doesn't matter. Just keep it as a, as a singular time. Now, those who prefer it light later are those people who probably do a lot of stuff outside you know they're they're extroverts They like to go out to parks like to exercise maybe hang out with their children go to little league games so that would be understandable and actually hollow the halloween candy people like uh candy companies want it to be lighter later so kids can trick-or-treat longer whereas the daylight saving, when it got lighter later, it killed the drive-in movie theater industry because it was hard to see the screens when the sun was out later. So they were like, no, let's keep it to where it's darker that we can help their industry out you know, because it's hard to see the screens with the sun blaring on it. Well, daylight savings, day- daylight saving
1: time is what it was until 2 o'clock yesterday morning. And I mean, you would you would think I, I know the, the the latest research I saw on this. Sixty three percent of Americans don't want to turn the clocks any anymore. That that's 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 one question. Do you want to keep turning the clocks back and forth an hour? Sixty three percent of Americans say they don't. That makes sense. And I think about half of like i said about half of americans like daylight savings time like like it lighter later and then the other half of americans i i guess they they don't like it later i i don't i don't know i i would have i would have just thought the majority of americans
2: would would have liked it lighter later no i think you misinterpreted what was going on the people that wouldn't prefer it to be lighter later. I don't think they care either way. I don't think they say, yeah, I would like to like it to get darker earlier. I think those are just saying, I don't care which one it is. Light, dark, it doesn't matter. But the ones that prefer day, they're really invested in it. And what I found out this weekend, and this really blew my mind, no state is obligated to follow daylight savings at all. It's not a federal mandate, nothing. They just do it. So it's like if the government isn't forcing you to do it, then why the hell are we doing it? Well, Arizona's not. Exactly. You, we don't have to. There's nothing saying we have to. There's no law saying states have to follow daylight like saving changes. We don't have to. So I don't get why. Plus, uh, I did another – you know, I, I researched this all yesterday because I was really intrigued about it, and I did a little thing about it on Coleman's Cut, which, is, which was from 2 to 6 on Sundays, if you're listening. But uh, it messes up test scores with kids. Uh, it causes more accidents because people are drowsy. It can even kill you, you know, getting constantly adjusting from one time to another. There's a lot of negatives that come with time changes either way, whether you spring forward or you fall back, because we have to get our circadian rhythm back on track. It throws a lot of people off and there's a lot of harm that comes to it than helpfulness and benefit. So we really don't have to do it. Why can't we just say enough? And, and here, we
1: can <laughs> if enough people say enough, we can. And here in the state of Louisiana, why can't we be like Arizona and say, you know what, we're not turning our our clocks back. I don't, I don't, I don't like it when it gets dark at five thirty or six o'clock in the afternoon. I, I, that's still the afternoon. It's, it's not night
2: yet, huh? Well, all right. I have to ask this because I, you know, I told you I don't care with electricity and lights. Why does it matter to you whether it gets lighter or darker? It, it you can do anything at any time. It, the lights doesn't matter. You know that, right?
1: But it feels like the day is ending earlier than it should. Don't hmm. don't don't you don't you like it when when it's it's seven thirty eight o'clock at night and and the sun's going down.
2: That's what I mean. I'm indifferent to it. The sun doesn't see, matter to me. See, that yeah. It's like rain. You know how some people, are, I, I would go outside, but it's raining. To me, it's just water. So if I have something to do and it's like a storm outside, I'll still go do it because you can dry off. We have the technology to dry off. So just like daylight saving times, whether it's dark or light, I can do whatever I need to do anyway because we have flashlights, we have lights, we have lamps, we have candles. We have so many sources of light that the sun really is doesn't matter what I do. But So you're indifferent. <laughs> I, I, I prefer it. Stay lighter
1: later. Have you had it with this, if you're listening? Would you like to see a Louisiana be like Arizona and say, you know what? We're done falling back. We're not falling back anymore. I would I would like that. Uh, although this past weekend, that extra hour did come in handy. But... Last night, when, when it got dark early, I just, I, I don't like that. I, I, I wish the leaders in Louisiana would stand up and say, you know what, we're, we're going to be like Arizona. We're, we're not falling back anymore. So w- w- would you like to see us be like that here in Louisiana? I mean, would you like to see the country as a whole say enough with moving the clocks back an hour in the fall? because
2: I I, I don't know why we need to do that anymore. Plus, if you are one of those ones that do like it darker earlier, why? Because, like I said, I'm indifferent about it, but John is really curious about it, and I don't see what difference it makes. But if you are one of those ones that say, yeah, I would prefer to be darker earlier because I would like to know why as well.
1: Yeah, let us know. Uh, Text us. Keep your text short, one or two sentences, and please never text while you're driving. 504-260-9595. If your text is good, we will read it uh, coming up next on the show. Have you had it with this falling back? I have. And every year, seemingly more and more people make noise about that. You know, if our country's not going to do anything about it, wouldn't you like to see the state of Louisiana say, Screw falling back. We're, we're, we're not falling back anymore. We're, we're falling forward. If we're going to fall, we might as well fall forward, right? Uh, text us, uh, and, and your text coming up next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station you know, falling back this weekend, turning the clocks back an hour, has... Uh, 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 everybody seems to have an opinion on it. And and I know it was confusing to some people. There were a lot of marijuana users yesterday using at 5.20. Um, Smoke weed every day. Coming up next, your texts on it. How do you feel about it? Is it time we just... We just stop moving the clocks. And if, if you're in Louisiana, would you like us to be like Arizona? Because they don't turn the clocks back. They say, look, the rest of the country, you, do, you play your clock games. We're, we're keeping our clock the way it is. Your texts on that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland here with you. If you're just joining us, this morning's Big O segment was about how we turned the clocks back yesterday. And every year, seemingly more and more people make noise about enough of this. Why? Why are we doing this? Don't don't you like it later or lighter later? I, I mean, I, I don't I don't like it when it when it gets dark by, by six o'clock at night. Um, and why can't we be like the state of Arizona? Arizona, they never change their clocks. All the other states change their clocks, but but Arizona does it. Why can't we be like that? Uh, Coleman is indifferent on the whole thing. He doesn't he doesn't care.
2: Yeah, after reading some of these text messages, I realized that why I'm indifferent about it, and we'll go through some and I'll, I'll explain. But yeah, and I,
1: I asked you to I asked you to text us. I, I I was wondering if you agreed with me and you wanted to just stay at the same time that it was. When it, when it gets, uh, when it, when it stays lighter later.
2: Yeah. This first text says the reason we still do daylight saving time is so that our kids don't have to stand and wait on the bus when it's dark and get run over. I see that's opening to me because I don't have kids. So I don't have to consider whether it's day or night for any kids. <laughs> this one says my kids love to play outside. Once the streetlights are on, they're in. That's the rule. An extra hour limits outside from uh, time for the kids. I'm not a fan of it getting dark. I wonder what's the point of having street lights then if nobody's there to use it. Isn't the street lights so that you can see better in the streets? Triple huh. A says I prefer night sooner. My eyes don't do well with light exposure, so more visibility for me. That's strange because a lot of
1: people when they when they get older they can't deal with the nighttime. They, I can't drive at night. I can't do this at night. I I can't.
2: Hmm. This is a good one. Roy says, "If your job is an outdoor type, there's more daylight than there's more money." Now, see, that's re- that's a reasonable explanation.
3: <laughs>
2: this one says, "I agree. I don't care which way it goes. Just let the good. Just let the time roll. Just leave it alone." See that? But that's that's unique. That's. He
1: just wants one time. He doesn't care which one it is. Just leave it at one. I find that fascinating because I would think if you just want one time, you would want one time for a reason. And and, and for me, I I, I like it staying lighter later.
2: Here's one of my unique perspectives, and I'm going to say it after this text. This text says, do you realize that if we keep it on daylight saving time year round in the dead of winter, it wouldn't make daylight until 8 a.m.? Right. Meaning that you wouldn't see the sunlight till 8 a.m. And I was really thinking, why should that matter what time the sun uh, creeps up? Now, I used to stay in Anchorage, Alaska, John. That means there was six months of night and six months of day. So it's complete like literally the sun and the moon does not make a difference. I've watched or sitting in your hall with the sun out. I've been in class and school with the moon out. Like when you live in Alaska, it totally like the whole daylight sunlight thing. Does not make a difference. You can live with six months a day. You can live with six months a night and you can still live a life because it doesn't matter with the technology we have. Hmm. Uh, This one says, Coleman, you must live in an apartment because a lot of homeowners have things to do outside when they get home and it makes it a lot easier when the sun is still out. Well, actually, I do live in a house, but the thing is I work in the morning. So by the time I get home, it's still sunlight. Like By the time we get finished with our meetings and stuff, i make it home. It's still noon. I could take a nap and wake up, and the sun is still out. Uh, and plus, I hate doing yard work. <laughs> this one says, John makes a good point. The more light gives you more time to do chores when you get off work. Who are these people doing chores when they get off work instead of going straight to bed? <laughs> I just I don't understand why or how anyone could like it being dark at 6 o'clock at night. It's not about whether they like it. They just don't care. Well, what's the difference? All right, let's say there's something you have to do at eight o'clock. What difference does it make whether the sun is out or not at eight o'clock? Like, what do you have to do during that time that would make it a difference whether the sun's up? It, there is no, there's literally nothing changes. You can still do whatever you have to do whether the sun is out or not, right? No, I I understand that, Coleman, but the but
1: it just getting dark early. I don't know. I, I it's I, I think it's it's more depressing.
2: Yeah, that's another difference between you and I. When I'm at home, I don't like my blinds open. I don't like people being able to see to my house, so I got, like, blackout blinds. When I'm inside, I can't tell whether it's day or night anyway. So I just live one of those lives where the sun, and the, it doesn't make a difference to what I do because everything I do involves being inside. Well, look, we,
1: we appreciate your text. It's, it's always good to to hear how you feel. um, And... and I'm I'm surprised that that there weren't more people that flat out said I wanted to stay light late.
2: The ones with kids and pets did. Like one woman said, she wanted to walk a dog and it's it's easier. So if you have kids or pets, yeah. But if you're just a person, it doesn't matter. Well, thank you for your text. We always appreciate them, uh,
1: and not just during the Big O segment. But throughout our show, if, if you feel like texting us about anything just have at it. You know, you keep it short. One or two sentences if it's if it's good, we'll we'll read it on the show. Still got the dumbest thing I read all morning and uh, I just found w- one of the biggest rock bands ever had had rules. They had six rules when it came to interviewing them. I'm going I'm going I'm going to tell you about that coming up. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Journey there and their keyboard player Jonathan Cain played a concert this past weekend on the North Shore. He was somewhere in, in Mandeville and, and, he, and he played a played played a small show there. Uh, I had a couple of friends that that went and saw him. and Said it was a it was a good show. Good morning, J O here with you. You know what album came out fifty years ago today? Fifty years ago today, November eighth. 1971, Led Zeppelin 4. There's a a lot of people that think that that's Led Zeppelin's best album. It's a great album, no doubt about it. And that's, that's the album that Stairway to Heaven was on they had a lot, of, a lot of great songs on that album I was just reading where journalists who wanted to interview Led Zeppelin back in the day they had they had six rules that they had to follow six strange rules actually if if they wanted to interview Led Led Zeppelin. And the first rule was never talk to anyone in the band unless they first talk to you. That would be kind of tough. If you're doing an interview with Led Zeppelin and you're you're not allowed to you're not allowed to say anything <laughs> until they say something to you. Huh.
2: It, not, does that mean for the the interview, or is that just saying, "Hey, before the interview, let them talk to you first about what they want to talk about"? Or no, the 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 rule Coleman was never talk to
1: anyone in the band unless they first talk to you. Um. Uh, 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 another rule they had was never ask questions about anything
2: other than music. That's safe. I like that one.
1: Bro, I'm 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 am I'm trying to think about that first one. I mean, you you sit down. Whether it's all four of them or one or two of them, and and you you couldn't say anything until they they said something to you first. What what if they didn't say anything?
2: Well, they would say hi, how are you doing? And then you would answer, "I'm doing great. How about you?" And then I guess that and would... then you ask
1: your first question. Is yeah. <laughs>
2: that what it is?
1: Um another rule they had do not make any sort of eye contact with their drummer John Bonham.
2: <laughs> okay, that's a weird one.
1: <laughs> yeah, you couldn't you couldn't look at Bonzo in the eyes. I guess even if you're interviewing him, I guess I guess just look look either either down at his chest or 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 look, look at his look at his arm or maybe over his head. Uh, another rule Led Zeppelin had to interview them, do not talk to the people who were in charge of Led Zeppelin. Was Peter Grant, who was their manager, and Richard Cole, uh, another guy who was in charge of Led Zeppelin. Do, you're, you, weren't allowed to, you weren't allowed to even talk to those guys for,
2: for any reason. This, that makes it seem like that's that's a rule that applies not to the interview but just in general, like before you... Like, if you're going to interview us, don't talk to anybody in charge first. Just talk to us. Like, don't go to our record producers, our managers. Don't talk to any of those guys before the interview. They might tell you something crazy.
1: But you got to remember that this was this was back in the days when, I mean, obviously there was, there was no internet. You, you, didn't, you didn't see or hear from these people that often, rock bands. I mean, that's what it was so cool about when a new album came out, and 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 if a band had a had had a picture of themselves on the album, that's the only time you ever ever saw them. I mean, remember, we're talking around 1970. I mean, today's the 50th anniversary of Led Zeppelin IV. It came out today in 1971. There was only what five channels on television. That there was there was, you 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 never saw or heard from these people i mean it's not like today where everybody seems so overexposed on the internet i agree you, you see too much and you hear too much from people but back then you that's why if a concert came to town i mean that was your chance to 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 literally see the band like like you've never you've never seen them before
2: And I guess that scarcity made it more valuable.
1: Absolutely.
2: You know? Uh, Another rule they had, keep
1: your cassette player turned off at all times unless conducting the interview.
2: That's safe. I could agree with that one. I mean, that's the one so far, the the only one that, that really makes any sense. Well, the one about don't talk to us unless it's about the music makes sense, too because you might ask him a question about politics and it's like wait I don't want I don't want to piss anybody off let's just st- strictly music and uh
1: finally the 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 last rule that they had six strange rules to interview Led Zeppelin the band will read what is written about them the band does not like the press, nor do they trust them. I can so, agree with that. So that's what you were told. You were given that list, if you were lucky enough, to be able to interview Led Zeppelin. And, you know, you you, you think about Zeppelin. Their first four albums came out in, in in the first three years they were a band. I mean, they put out four albums... In, in three years that's pretty massive you don't you don't really see that these days um so when you you would when anybody wanted to to interview the band those were the rules that that they were that they were given and you had to strictly follow those rules or i guess there would be no interview for you or the interview would be would be cut short. I mean there were a lot of people who wanted to to talk to Led Zeppelin and interview them back in the
2: day. Yeah, I, see two of those rules are strange to me, but four of them does make six and makes sense in the context of the, if they're trying to protect their image, if they're trying to protect their fandom, if they're trying to protect, you know, their ticket sales and their mystique. Yes, the four of those rules make sense cuz you don't want you know the press to put it out there and rumors start and, you know, that that could destroy the band whereas the the one about no eye contact and uh, not being able to talk unless you're spoken to—that those two don't make sense to me. But everything else, I can completely understand why. You now, even the day like Joe, like Joe Rogan and Dave Chappelle show—you're not even allowed to bring cell phones in there because it can get out. You know, whatever they put can get yeah, out. Yeah, when
1: when 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 they played here a couple of weekends ago, you had to put your cell phone inside of something with, that they that they gave you when you went into the Smoothie King Center. And you and you had to leave it in there,
2: yeah. And just like uh, having to read the article before it's released to the press, they don't trust the press. And once again, I can understand why. Working in media, we've seen a lot of instances where something's taken out of context, or where somebody would write an article and they take something that the artist say out of context and it gets blown out of proportion. So that's another uh, a reasonable, you know, protection. And um, not talking to the the higher ups because the higher ups might put a little bit put a spin on something and might say something about them like a rumor. So, yeah, it's all about being protected, your image protected, you know, not having gossip and rumors spread about you that can destroy the band. Yeah, it all makes sense. Well, I just thought, uh, I just saw
1: Led Zeppelin 4 came out 50 years ago today.
2: <laughs> I have to, dude, you are notorious for that. You are notorious for asking questions you are told not to ask on interviews, dude. Some of the stories you told me about, like rock stars and what they say, hey, don't ask them about this. And as soon as you start the interview, how about this? Like it's literally the world well, question you l- asked. Well, well, back in the day, uh, when
1: when when I was uh, up in Boston on AAF in the 90s, we were we were playing new rock. We were we were breaking bands all over the place. And and we used to have a lot of bands. They'd come into our radio station when when they were playing in the Boston area and there were there were a couple of times a few times when when the record company uh, told me well they really don't want to talk about this or they well I mean you you say that I I know that there is interest there that that people would want to know about that I mean that the one example was when Stone Temple Pilots was on my show and, and they did a they did a great acoustic set but the record guy said uh, look their singer just got out of jail it, I mean it was headlines everywhere really doesn't want to want to want to talk about that
2: what did you do John
1: well it, it was the the first question I asked was Scott Weiland. I I said are you okay? I mean, you, you just got out of jail. I mean, is, is, is everything okay? Right and, out the gate. But, but he was he was
2: cool about it. I think if we ever had, if you were to ever uh, interview Led Zeppelin, the first thing you do was look the drummer in his eyes. As soon as they, you came into the studio, that would be the first thing you'd do. I don't just know because. about that. <laughs> uh, no, because they said John Bonham used to lose his temper a lot.
1: <laughs> they said that's how Bonzo was. Anyways, 50 years ago today. Led Zeppelin IV uh, was released, and and uh, again a lot a lot of people think that that's their best album, and and I could I could it's arguable. I, I my favorite Zeppelin is the one that came after that, the uh, the double album Physical Graffiti, because there were two of them. It was a double album. That that's why I I thought that was fantastic. But, um, you know, Cat does her Zeppelin thing every afternoon here on Bayou 95.7, and I'm sure later on today, uh, she'll be uh, featuring stuff from Zeppelin 4. I mean, 50 years ago today, that sucker came out. Coming up, still got the dumbest thing I read all morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Elon Musk... He's the richest man in the world, or him and Jeff Bezos go back and forth. Um, but Elon Musk making news because he is facing a fifteen billion dollar tax bill. Can you imagine that you've made you've made so much money that you have to pay fifteen billion dollars in taxes? I mean, Most of us, we, we we see that and we just scratch our head and say, wow, I mean, you would think you've made so much money that you could write a check to the government for $15 billion and, and it doesn't really affect you.
2: Or the fact that the government could tax him $15 billion if he pays that, how come no, that seems like a sizable amount of money that the government can use, how come that Big-ass $15 billion bill doesn't seem to affect how everything else goes in the world. That's a lot of money.
1: you think that that money would, would make life easier for
2: a, a lot of other people. Dude, I get upset every tax season I owe money because, you know, I'm single with no kids and all that. And the little $300, $400 they always ask for me is like a sizable amount. And it hurts my heart every time they take it away from me. It's like, please, can I keep this little 300 $400? But I could imagine... Having fifteen billion taken away from it's like all right if you're gonna take fifteen billion away from me I'm gonna need an itemized list of everything you're doing with this fifteen billion dollars I'm gonna need to see what you're doing yeah, with my money. Where is this money going? You know he did that right? Uh, Elon Musk it was on Twitter what a, a few maybe last week where uh, somebody in the in the UN, UN tweeted out if Jeff if if Jeff Be- no if, if Elon Musk gave us two percent of all of his money. That can end world hunger. That's what the tweet said. So Elon Musk tweeted back, "Okay, I would donate it if you show me if you have to show the public exactly where all the money is going. If you made an itemized list and you say exactly where that money is going to go, I would do it." And no word from the yeah,
1: because he's he's like he's he's like I got no problem with that.
2: Mm -hmm. We just got to make it public.
1: But in between, in between me paying for that. And by the time the food gets to the hungry people's mouths, how many other people are going to be involved
2: in between there with their hands out? Exactly. And, and so... Elon Musk has the money ready. He's just waiting on the government to do their part. Well, uh, this he owes this money. He's, he's going to owe
1: this money because of uh, stock options. Okay. Whatever that rich people stuff is, I don't know how none of that works. It's it's mostly from the, the Tesla stock, and uh, that's why when 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 he saw this, he said uh, I may have to sell
2: ten percent of my Tesla stock uh, to 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 cover this. That goes to show you, no matter how much money you make, it could hurt you too by having to give away too much of it. A lot of people say, "Oh, he's rich. He has enough money to spare. He can do this and he can do that." But the fact that he's worried about it, like, "Oh man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do something here," that lets us know, yes, even though you make billions, it still affects you too.
1: Imagine Elon Musk facing a fifteen billion dollar tax bill. Boy, you, you. You know you made it when you owe the government $15 billion for taxes. (laughs) Uh, Coming up next, it's the dumbest thing I read all morning, and this has to do with a guy who uh, went through a drive-thru recently, just like we all go through uh, drive-thrus, but it wasn't just cash that went through the window the drive through window. We'll explain next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. It's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Uh, This story is a couple of years old, but I just found it. Florida man arrested for throwing alligator through drive-thru window. A Florida man was arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. After throwing an alligator through a fast food chain's drive-thru window. Guy named Joshua James. You idiot! idiot. He threw a three and a half foot alligator through a Wendy's drive-thru window in Palm Beach County, Florida. And that's according to Florida Fish and Wildlife uh, Florida Fish, Wildlife, and Conservation Officials. So not only... I, I guess when you when you throw an alligator through a drive-thru window, I guess not only are the cops called, you, you got to call the Florida Fish, Wildlife, and Conservation Officials
2: as <laughs> Makes well. Makes sense.
1: And he was uh, also charged with illegally possessing an alligator and petty theft. It was uh, 20 after 1 in the morning. He drove his uh, pickup truck to the drive-thru at Wendy's, like many of us do. But when a Wendy's employee handed him his drink, he then tossed the three-and-a-half-foot alligator through the window and sped off so that was the petty theft the drink yeah. the, the drink that he stole without paying for it
2: so <laughs> he it's assault with a deadly weapon but with no intention to kill without intent to kill but if you're using something that's called a deadly weapon no matter how you use it it could kill you right so that should be attempted murder. No, if you're gonna use a if they're gonna put the word deadly in front of it, the word deadly comes from the word dead, meaning if you use it, somebody might end up dead. If you're using a deadly weapon in any way, shape, or form, you pretty much have intent to kill somebody, right? Or it should be it should be attempted murder because it's a deadly weapon. Not that it might not or might kill you, it's a deadly weapon. I mean,
1: it's something how how a three and a half foot alligator went through the drive-through window at Wendy's. but but just just reading this, i i I literally feel dumber than I did before I ever saw this. I, I mean, He's got a three and a half foot alligator in his truck at twenty after one in the morning. Why? Why does he have that? And then, and then, why does he decide once he gets his drink from the Wendy's drive-through to then to then throw the alligator through the drive-through window? I'm I'm, I'm trying to because usually when we talk about stories, I always try to put myself in in these people's position, and none of this makes, I mean, one
2: small bit of sense. It does to me, unfortunately. This has to be premeditated. Clearly this guy has some problems with Wendy's in the past. So he said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna find an alligator. And when I pull up through the window, I'm going to throw this alligator into the drive-through window. I have to admit, and I'm guilty of it. I've almost been in two fights at Wendy's because of messed up orders or bad customer service. I'm not proud of myself. But it's stuff that has happened. So I can understand being frustrated with a Wendy's because I've twice in my life have been so upset with the Wendy's that I almost jumped over the counter and got into a physical altercation with some of the Wendy's employees. But I've never thrown an alligator at anybody. And I didn't think of that one.
1: Well, Coleman, no one was hurt in this uh, in this incident. And the alligator was released into the wild. Uh, they they had to catch it first
2: at at the Wendy's. All right, it was moving along. I mean, if this guy can catch an alligator, of course the the, the professional people should be able to catch an alligator, right? Yeah, and they caught this guy Joshua James
1: at a uh, at a nearby
2: convenience store. I guess the drink wasn't enough. The one that he stole.
1: Mm-hmm. And he he uh, he admitted to the cops when they caught him. Yeah, that was me. I, that's that's what I did.
2: That's how you could tell he was frustrated with the Wendy's because that's something you'll tell somebody. Yeah, I did it because I hated the customer service so bad that I threw an alligator in there. And of course, he's a
1: he's a Florida man. Um, like I said, that story it it was a, it was a, c- a couple of years old, but but it I just popped up and and I mean I can't think of that many things much dumber than the florida man who was arrested for throwing an alligator through a wendy's drive through window
3: it's
1: the dumbest thing i read all morning here on bayou 95.7 new orleans only classic rock station
2: tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone